0: Welcome to Down to Hearth, the podcast for cigar smokers, whiskey drinkers, and for the people just looking to kick back, light up and have a good time. I'm your host, Jerry, and I'm joined by, as always, my co host, Gio and Caleb. Fellas, fellas, fellas. Or should I say
1: fella? Just fella. Just one today. Just one today. Caleb, what is going on, brother? Just the two brosifs, me and you. Um, we're without Gio. He is on vacation. So, well, a shitty vacation from what he texted us earlier. Yeah, yeah. Definitely doesn't seem that great. Uh, I mean, obviously,
0: I'll let him speak on that yeah. when he gets back and uh, is back in studio with us. But aside from that, man, we got a pretty exciting show. We have a guest coming on. We are going to be doing our first remote episode with video (laughs) we're going to give it a whirl today so bear with us guys we are really going to try and make it an enjoyable experience experience for us and for our our guests guests.
1: and hopefully it turns out good for you guys too when you get to watch it as well so i hope Everything on all ends looks good. Dude, you know what's insane? I I didn't even
0: realize I didn't even look at the cameras or anything like that. I didn't adjust anything our, today. Oh, do we have and to No, no, them? it looks good. The it looks offer. fine. Right. Everything looks fine. So uh <laughs> good might thing have we, to
1: make one adjustment real quick. Good thing we recorded yesterday, you know? You know, not good thing we did our little after her. So, you know, everything is kind of settled in, so that's good. Well, I guess while we're waiting for our guests in this remote
0: interview, uh, we can kind of touch on what we're drinking tonight, right? Yeah, of course. So you
1: got the bottle in front of you. I'll let you show it off real quick before I get into it. I should have just let you do this, man, because now I I feel like this is... (laughs) No, no,
0: no, no. What a crazy clusterfuck this is.
1: But obviously, we have the Michter's Sour Mash. I'll pull a picture up real quick for you guys. Uh, (laughs) And there's a ton of clutter around me. I got like a desk in front of me. I got drinks. I got cigars all around me. I got a box. Um... But yes, like Jerry said, we got the Michter's Original Small Batch Whiskey Sour Mash. And this is the US 1 Series. So this is produced in very limited quantities of this whiskey in small batches out of Kentucky. 86 proof. And right away, you can see this has a very, very orangish, yellow, amber color. Dude, this is... I've already had a couple sips. It's awesome. Um, It's fire charred in new American white oak barrels. And, um... As a fun fact to this, guys. This actually won Whiskey of the Year in 2019 by the Whiskey Exchange, uh, Michter's US1 Sour Mash Whiskey. So I was trying to tell you that when I was picking it up. I'm like, you know, this is like,
0: I think, a regular production bottle for them, but I always feel like stores struggle to get this on their shelves, and I'm not really sure what that's all about, but this is kind of like one of those ones, there's like the American whiskey, there's the small batch uh, there's the rye, and then there's the sour mash, which are which are like the regular for production yeah. uh, whiskeys. But this, I feel like the sour mash is like one of those ones that are really tough
1: to find on the shelf. I feel like this this one is the most the the rarest one you could find on a store shelf because usually the rye is always out there, and that's a single barrel rye too, by the way. And then you got the black, which is their what was the black one? We've done it. That's the only other Victor's we've done on the show before, actually. I can't think of what the black was. And then the, there's the another American mix with the blue label, right? uh yeah yeah,
0: i think it's just the um, it's like the american whiskey is what it's called i'm almost positive yeah
1: um also to note about this uh bottle so the us one expression is named to honor michter's heritage hearkening uh back to america's first whiskey company it consists of some of the finest single barrels and truly small batch whiskeys available um it's distilled by master distiller dan mckee um it's it's through his exact specification so no us one whiskey has ever been released until dan and the Mictors tasting panel uh, deems it ready. So very special with all these US1 releases. So if you get any Mictors with the US1, you're getting a very special product. I am actually
0: really looking forward to having multiple pours of this tonight. Uh, not really sure where the show direction is going to go, but uh, <laughs>
1: needless to say, I'm very excited to drink some of this. All right. Uh, well, I know you have a little bit of some nasal stuff going on, you're a little sick. Um uh, I feel can like you pick we pick t- up any We talk
0: about this all the time because you always never, sick.
1: You never get well. You I'm, need to rest.
0: That's the problem. Like two days after I'm <laughs> sick, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna get on uh, they'll put me on like an antibiotic for a sinus infection. I'm sure drinking whiskey nightly
1: uh, doesn't help. I feel the like that might help. That's like an old eighteen hundreds remedy. Just keep drinking, you'll feel better. Well, that's what they said. When I went on the Buffalo Trace <laughs> tour, they were like, Oh yeah,
0: you used to be able- have to get uh you used to have to get your whiskey as a prescription drug, yeah. and it was bottled and bond. It was 100 proof, <laughs> and the only way to get it is if you were sick.
1: And then she's like, there were a lot of sick people in Kentucky. <laughs> a lot of sick puppies back then. <laughs> hey, this was your cure for everything, from a toothache to like a toe that got cut off in an accident on the farm. Well, are you? Know, I got one question to ask before you get into the cigar, possibly. Yeah. Are you able to pick up any smells or tastes? Because, man, this has got full of flavor richness in here. Very rich. uh, Gives you a very light Kentucky hug. But man, this is such a smooth, easy 86 proof sipper. I don't know if you're picking anything up, but I'm getting a lot of caramel. This
0: smells... Actually, I can actually smell this a little bit. Thank God. It does. It's, it's very sweet caramel. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it tastes like yeah. sweet melted yeah, yeah, caramel yeah, yeah. too. Actually, it does. It really does taste like sweet melted caramel. I can taste everything.
0: Yeah, this is... Well, what's happening is I don't know if you saw, but the the uh the fucking pollen in the air in Buffalo right now is My just, nose is burning.
1: It is crazy. This fucking sucks. Yeah, my nose has been burning. My eyes uh I wear contacts, but my eyes have been super itchy. A little puffy, but my nose, man, I feel it's burning. It's not it's not good. Yeah. We'll figure it out, but yeah, we're
0: good. We're gonna figure it out. Okay. Hey,
1: we'll, we'll get around this fucking The pollening as Geo calls it. You know what you get through it. Usually it never bothers me, but until I turn like twenty nine thirty, it's hit me like in ways it never did before, like in my youth. So so the pain's growing old. So we the place I picked this bottle up,
0: Caleb, they had another bottle of it. Okay. So obviously, I mean I know at my store I wouldn't say it's
1: rare, but I know at my store we have one on the shelf. I don't know how much more there (laughs) is, but there's definitely one out there. I feel like this is something that we should definitely uh Make a
0: little staple mark if, if we're able to...
1: Add to the collection of yeah. what's already in here right now. Yeah, As yeah, you can yeah. see behind me, there's like a ton of bottles.
0: Dude, we're kind of like just killing time. We got a guest coming on. Uh, I'm not really... Should we light up? Yeah, we could do we'll that if it.
1: you want. We can kind of just talk about who we're going to have on. All right. I mean, pretty cool looking cigar, by yeah. the way. I like it. Oh, here we go. Let me show it off to the camera right there. Well, that's not going to do anything. Oh, I'll show it off this camera? yeah I mean
0: that's not gonna do anything
1: All right, well, just, it's not gonna do anything for you folks we'll,
0: i just... <laughs> we'll we'll pull it up when our when our guest comes on uh we have uh big sky cigars coming on the show with us tonight and uh they're gonna hang out for a little while so we'll see how it goes i'm gonna i'm gonna start this uh big sky cryptid uh i can touch on the basics on it this is a five by sixty Mexican san andreas nicaraguan binder and fillered cigar and it's a very dark wrapper and it smells delicious i am very excited to smoke it
1: yeah i'm looking forward to it uh, it's a new company for us uh one i've seen around uh, but i've never never bought one before seen it around seen it like in all sorts of like instagram pictures Facebook stuff like that so i know they're out there but first time ever trying one Perfect. Look at us. We're getting started right before the guest comes on. You know, got to give our intro while we're smoking. I like that. You know, I i,
0: I have no idea how we're going to make this look cool, but <laughs> I am going to do my absolute best to make this look good.
1: Oh, uh, and this is going to be a little weird, too, because it's 8 o'clock here for us. But they're like in that uh, Pacific mountain range time, so they're like two to three hours behind us, so yeah. going on like five o'clock. Yeah. We're going to get it figured out. Yeah. This is, this is going to be a good time. So you said Mexican San
0: Andreas on this? Mexican San Andreas. I have so many questions about that because I noticed so many companies right now are using Mexican San Andreas wrappers. Well, good. I'm glad you got, it got questions. Doesn't it feel like
1: we smoke one every, every time we're on the show? Yeah, at least like twice a month we got a Mexican San Andreas wrapper, but hey, I like them too. Hopefully
0: this works, man.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually low-key kind of concerned.
1: Well, at least we did a practice trial run before, so. Yeah.
0: So we're going to see what happens
1: here. Everything's on. I'll probably just cut all this out. Some yeah, of this. No problem. Some of the filler. Unless we say something funny, like these fat clouds that are coming out of this cigar. Fat clouds. Fat clouds. I think we should keep that. People like the fat clouds. The fat clouds. (laughs) Yeah, maybe we cut this all out. Oh, 100%. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're just like we're just waiting right now. We're gonna figure it out. Dude, I'm liking like the smell on this. It's great.
0: I think I'm just gonna have to find a part where it's like hey Welcome to the show. Hey, we have on Brandon. <laughs> I'm waiting Brandon for him to
1: say. Now has he sent you any messages on your phone or anything like that? Just the no. I
0: sent him the link and I told him anytime. He said oh. seen just now. Seen just now. So
1: maybe give him a thumbs up. Be like we're ready for you to come on. I did. I said to come on anytime. All right. Yeah. There we go. So yeah, I'll give him the intro once he pops in and. Bada boom, bada bing. We're off to a good interview right here. Here we go. Hey. Hey. Hopefully we can
0: Hello. hear. Hey, can you hear us?
2: Yeah. yeah. All, right. All right. All right. Perfect. Awesome.
0: Perfect. Perfect. We're going to try and make this work. This is the first time we ever did this. so. Oh, cool. All cool. right. Just hang tight. I'm going to hit the record button real quick. I'm going to let Caleb introduce
1: you. All right, guys. So on the show, we have Brandon Marsh the VP of Marketing and Online Sales for Big Sky Cigar Company out of Billings, Montana. So how are you doing?
2: I'm doing great, Caleb. How are you guys doing?
0: Not bad, man. Not bad. We're just kind of chilling right now, and uh, we just started up uh, a cryptid. So nice. looking forward to
1: it, man.
2: I got a lot yeah, of I questions it. about it. Yeah, I love that stick.
1: Hey, and uh, thank you for sending my our way, too, by the way. Awesome.
2: Yeah, well, you're welcome. Thanks for having me on the show
0: Dude, I love that you're just like hanging out in your backyard right now, or or wherever you're you're just outside. Like in Buffalo, it's always cold here. So what what the fuck is it right now? It's 39 degrees here right now.
2: Uh, uh <clears throat> so I'm down in Houston right now. Oh, okay. So I don't know, Sweet. I don't know how cold it is uh, up in Montana, but it's uh yeah, this is perfect weather.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. So Brandon, tell me a little bit about uh, Big Sky Cigars. How did how would it start, man? And what and, and what's your role in it? Obviously, your VP VP could be you know obviously, you know you yeah, that's just, you know that's vice, just, presidents that's yeah, <laughs> vice presidents can do nothing. Yeah, vice presidents can do nothing because they're so high, and vice presidents could pretty much be running the entire show, man. So so what's your uh, what's
2: your role in the company? Well, unlike our current uh, vice president of our country, I do a <laughs> lot. <laughs> do there is a vice president in the country?
1: Haven't seen her. Yeah, right. <laughs> it,
2: well, I'm just playing. I'm just teasing. But uh, so really, uh, right now, like how we got started, Jess and I, we've always uh, thrown on business ideas, right? We've been friends for 13 years now. And uh, we throw an idea on the wall and we Google it and just be, oh, fuck, somebody's already done that. So we can't do it. And so then one day we're out fishing and uh, smoking a cigar. And he has an idea. He's like, well, why doesn't Montana have its own cigar company? And uh, so, you know, six years later, here we are, but there's a lot more work to it, to that. But it was just kind of a cool timing. I felt like we got in at a really good time when the boutique market was on a really big uphill and it really helped us with, with our growth. Right now we're in like 29 states and over 120 stores. So it's, uh, it's been exciting, but it's been a lot of work. And it's been a lot of grinding. Uh, as far as like my role, like I'm packing all the orders. I'm going around uh, meeting shops. I just got back from a sales trip in California, uh, did one in Lodi, uh, Jamestown and Sacramento. So I'm kind of just, uh, I guess kind of on my, my return right now, I'm getting back into, uh, refueling a little bit.
0: <laughs> I totally understand that, man. I, uh, I, man. There were like last summer, I feel like I went on so many trips and I just went on like three trips, right? All within a month. Yeah. And I was like, I can't do this, man. So I can't even imagine what it's like to constantly be on the road. I, I just feel like that'd be exhausting. Uh,
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot, but it's what you got to do to grow your brand.
0: Sure. Yeah. I mean years, this, That's this crazy. Last,
2: this last trip in California went great uh that first shop in Lodi Gary he was our first shop he got into California and so finally like three years of him doing business with us we finally was able to go out and do an event with him and then uh we met the people at Jamestown at PCA this past year and they were just like super cool to chill with and uh, so I was really excited to see them again And that Sacramento event was kind of like a last minute thing that our sales rep in California lined up for us and that turned out great too.
0: Where PCA? were you at? I was at PCA. I don't even remember seeing you
2: guys there. Uh, next to Jake Wyatt.
0: Okay. Uh,
2: I feel yeah. like I feel like I. Remember and the that. most, the most annoying booth was at like Fruit Cigar. They uh, had like clown.
0: The super. Ego. They had clown. Freud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They so, so they had the
2: clown music going the whole time. They, I wanted to shoot myself. They
0: <laughs> they were a new company, and we uh we did actually review one of their cigars on the show. It was, yeah. it was a great stick honestly uh but they had like photographers it was real <laughs> over the top i do remember i know
1: exactly what you're talking about it's funny maybe you guys will uh see jerry and geo this year at pca yeah we'll be there this year oh so we'll make sure we stop sure. up and say what's up
2: yeah we're uh we're hanging out with the cool kids in the back right corner of the bus uh all the cool
1: kids in the back of the bus for sure
2: <laughs> yeah i think there's caldwell and the caliph and I have to look at the map again, but we're in that back right corner. Yeah,
0: I know exactly what corner there you're were talking about. Some good about. brands yeah. right there. Yeah, McCallif. had a cool stand last year. They had like golf set up, everything. Yeah, they were yeah. like putting. They had like putting greens and shit. It was actually pretty cool. But <laughs> uh, I wanted to get a little into this cigar, right? Uh, the Cryptid. Okay. All right. So obviously, five by sixty, Mexican San Andreas Nicaraguan tobacco uh, binder filler. Um, how did you guys come up with this concept, and what made you guys want to do a cigar, a sixty ring gauge right off the rip?
2: So that's our seventh by that we've released. Sure. Um, each stick that we put out, it's got its like own like, it's its own blend. So we don't go vertical with our sizes, but with that stick, what it came with was, <clears throat> I wanted to have a kind of do something that was like a nub. But okay. Yeah. I want. I wanted to. Do make it a little little longer so i went with five by 60 and uh i was building that stick with carlos our master blender down in esteli and i was like carlos i, I really want a full stick we don't really have something that smacks you in the face well you don't say that to a seven-year-old cuban <laughs> it's like he's like talks to, talks to his guys they come back and this thing's jam-packed full of hero. i started smoking that thing and like my veins on the side of my head started pumping i'm just, like, You know what? This is really great flavor, but we got to kick this back just a little bit.
0: (laughs) So I, um, I smoked this cigar. You guys were nice enough to send us a box. We really appreciate that. We ended up smoking these during like one of the UFC fights. I think it was two eighty seven. Donald Trump's on the TV or smoking them. I'm like, I think I tagged you guys in a picture. I mean, I got a crazy ash on this thing. Oh yeah. I mean, the construction on it's awesome. And I'm sitting there, I'm yelling at you, I'm like, let's go Donald Trump, let's go! And I'm all fucked <laughs> up, drinking whiskey, fucking got this monster cigar with this giant ash. All my buddies are like, what the fuck is happening right now? It's actually the yeah. perfect
1: size, I think. I think it's a great size.
0: Yeah. I usually wouldn't go for a, a ring gauge this big, but the the flavor profile on it is actually really good. Uh, well, I haven't, I, I, I kind of saved the other two that you guys sent. Um, I, What is it, the Noble Root? Uh, bitter Root. Bitter Root and, and the, the uh, uh, Mad know, Minnow.
2: Yeah. That's what I'm smoking. This a little mad minnow.
0: Tell me a little about that. Cause I have that in front of me too. And I, I, I'm not really too sure what the, I didn't smoke it yet. So I don't know. Pardon. I don't know the, the blend
2: on it. <laughs> we were saving them. So uh, yeah. So it's got a little uh, fortune cookie message on the inside of the band. So you got to check that out when you get a chance, but it's uh, so this one right here, it's actually, we have two blends of the mad men. One's a Hobano and one's a San Andreas. So this was that San Andreas blend. It's a medium stick, but it just puts out a ton of smoke and it's got a ton of flavor. Um, as far as like a palate goes, I mean, I'm not a guy that can tell you like. Uh,
1: Every single flavor.
2: <laughs> I know cinnamon, rye or whatever the different flavors guys pull out with. Yeah. <laughs> like Skittles, Taste the Rainbow. <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, I mean, it's just if I'd say it's it's got like baking spices, uh uh, it's just a it's a good peppery stick. If you like pepper, well,
1: I got a quick question about the. You said you got two different minnows. So, is this mad minnow? How different is it than your uh, chocolate minnow that you have?
2: So the cho- the chocolate minnow is what I was talking about. Okay. But the chocolate minnow is just the mad minnow with the San Andreas wrapper.
1: Oh, all right. There, all right, that makes sense.
0: Which, uh, I mean, that's a that's a pretty common tasting note for uh like a mexican san andreas you get like your espresso coffee uh chocolate so that that makes a lot yeah. of sense but uh
2: yeah and it's uh we wanted to like when we did that packaging with it but it it's just want to do something that was a little cool and different so I really like the packaging we did on that little chocolate minnow
1: yeah it really does with the gold foil it really looks like you're getting some <laughs> like a box of chocolate yeah it's pretty cool yeah,
2: little yeah we thought we thought we we're gonna go with like ferrero rocher or something you know
1: yeah, the gold. Yep, there it goes. That sounds good right now, actually. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I think I ate all your uh, Snickers that you had out last night when we were here recording. So like typical <laughs> typical lounge
0: fashion, I have this bowl of chocolate You know, for when dudes are over hanging out You know, just yeah. to kind of kill that cigar sickness that some guys get. And fucking every time these dudes come
1: over, they just like ravage this bowl of chocolate. There's nothing left crazy well snickers is my weakness i love snickers not a big chocolate guy but you get me a snickers i'm on it yeah
2: yeah so i'm having this dr pepper shake from Whataburger, and this thing is bomb
1: (laughs) we i don't even know if we have we don't even have that here that sounds delicious i love dr pepper too i'm not a pop guy but get me a dr pepper and it's no it's Um, story i don't even know what a burger is do we have
2: one i think i had it
1: i think i went there once when i was in austin texas i think it's a texas thing right
2: oh it's a texas thing Okay. And uh, I'll say, like, Texas people are very proud of, uh, you know, we're Texas, but Whataburger is pretty What <laughs> Whataburger is good.
0: I feel like I just, uh, like, when it comes to travel, I'm so inexperienced. Uh, there's so many places I've never been. Like, Florida.
1: Is, you got to go to Texas, man. Yeah,
0: I got to go to Texas. So at some point, I feel like the weather's there. And every day, for some reason, I get, like, all these, like, uh, Instagram reels of, like, how mansions cost like only 280,000 there, but like little houses
1: in Buffalo cost like 400,000. It makes oh no fucking God. sense. Dude, but, uh, sounds like Montana is also a cool place to be. Cause like looking at your website, it looks awesome. Especially that picture that you and, uh, Jess have for like in your stories.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I like it. Man. Um,
2: so that picture with me, that's on our family ranch. Um, my little brother's on it right now. So he's fifth generation on the ranch. Wow. So it's a, Big history. That's pretty cool.
0: So you're yeah. like literal real life Yellowstone. Just minus <laughs> like all the fucking corrupt crime and shit.
2: Yeah. I, or yeah.
0: I'm I'm just assuming. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So how <laughs> does eye. how does a guy in a ranch in the ranching business, right? Like how how the hell do you guys just decide, "You know what? I'm just going to start a fucking cigar company with my buddies and we're going to see what happens." Like how does that happen?
2: Well, is- It was just, uh, I used to smoke cigars with my grandpa growing up and then me and Jess just always smoked cigars together. And we're just like, we kind of saw like that trajectory of like craft beers and craft distilleries. And we're like, you know, tobacco and alcohol kind of go hand in hand. And we could really see like the cigar world just like, you know, like really taking off. So, and so we, we, we bet on that and it was a good bet.
0: We actually kind of talked about this on one of our episodes, uh, and and maybe i can get your input as an industry insider what do you what do you think if i said that are we in like a second cigar boom because i see a lot of younger guys starting to pick up cigars you know that i feel like the the overall age of cigar smokers seems to be going down like when i walk into a cigar shop i see guys my age now more than you know maybe 10 years ago or i'm seeing like like you said, like guys like our grandfathers and like our dads who might be a little older than us. You know, I feel like the industry is really changing from like an older demographic to like us.
2: No, I, I can see that, too. And I just really see with like, uh, like social media, like we, there's a lot of people on it, but the most active are people like our age.
0: Well, I feel like that's our, a social media, uh, you, yeah. know, hey, but, you know, generation.
2: Uh, but as far as going into lounges... Uh, I mean, down in Houston, it's, Houston's got such a, like a crazy and diverse demographic. Like everybody's smoking cigars down here. So it's kind of hard to pinpoint like you how old you are or, you know, if you're white or black or whatever, but there's a lot of black guys down here that smoke cigars. And, uh, yeah, but, yeah I don't, the one thing that I haven't seen is like a lot of Latinos.
0: Okay. That, that so actually our third co-host is Latino, so. Really? So Gio, yeah, he's in the fucking uh well he was supposed to be in the Dominican Republic. Bad and vacation time. Bad vacation fucking uh his his trip got canceled. He was like he's oh, like God. stuck in Tampa. Oh, they were like, stuck. Yeah, we can get you there Thursday, and he left Sunday. Yeah, what a waste to go. And yeah. now he's just fucked. He's stuck in Tampa. He's like, Well, I guess we're just having a vacation in Tampa Bay.
2: Oh man. We last time or not last time. It was Nicaragua last year when we went down. Uh, our buddy Adam did the COVID testing down in Miami. So he didn't have it done like the 24 hours before. So he couldn't fly out. So oh, we're wow. all on the plane going down to Managua. And he's just like, well, I guess I'm stuck in the airport. <laughs>
0: so me and my wife, we actually, uh, we had a trip to Jamaica planned. And that was like during the height of COVID. And yeah. I got like my tests. I had COVID-19 like three weeks before the flight. And they were like, you can test positive for up to 60 days. I'm like, oh, great. So I got this letter saying that like I had this release from the government in New York saying that I did test positive, uh, but I quarantined properly and whatever. And they like give you this like clearance letter. And then when I got to the airport, they were like, yeah, yeah, that's not good enough. You got to take a test. So then I like, okay, well, I'll just go to the booth and take my shot. The booth is fucking closed, so oh my God. we try to go to, uh, this is for obviously flights out of the country. Um, we have a layover in Charlotte right before the flight, and their booth would have been open, but they wouldn't even let me get on the plane. To, to uh. They're just like, yeah, you don't have it. They wouldn't even let me on the plane because we were traveling to Jamaica. I was like, uh. that's such horseshit. But yeah, oh, we, we we got fucked out of our trip in Jamaica, which vacation ruined. Low key, I didn't really want to go. I'm not a good flyer. <laughs> so uh, I was like, oh, man, babe, this sucks. And But I was like, yeah. I'm okay
1: with it. Yeah. But,
0: uh, Where were you going to go in
2: Jamaica?
1: Uh, that's a great Montego Bay, maybe. I don't know. Oof. I don't know.
0: Never been to Jamaica. I have no idea. My wife planned the whole thing. Yeah. She just hands me the sheet of paper with like an itinerary, like everything. And I just go and do whatever it says on that list.
2: So what me and Jess used to do, and our buddy Matt, too, is we'd pick, like, do, like, a wheel of fate, do, like, a wheel randomizer, and we just throw in, like, random countries, right? Yeah. And so one time it hit Jamaica, so we flew into Kingston. Okay. And uh, <laughs> that was crazy. And we're, we're in Kingston, and we go to this big, like, uh, the National Soccer Stadium, and it was, like, a, was like a monster... Uh, just like the, the big reggaeton like, festivals going on. Oh, my God. And then we go up to, the, you know, we go, we go to go buy a beer. I think we, you know, we wanted to buy a vodka, like a Red Bull, you know, like a vodka Red Bull. So we go and you, we buy a Grey Goose. But when we get our Grey Goose, it's a handle of Grey Goose. <laughs> so
0: we're Walking around, oh, walking around with a Goose. fucking mag. Just a 1.75. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Hey, man, there's a lot worse things in the world than walking around with 1.75 milliliters of fucking vodka. Right.
2: <laughs> it, was, it, was pretty cool. it was pretty cool. I just
0: want to touch on that story. How the fuck did you find people in your life that would actually do shit like that? I can't even get five of my friends to decide, hey, we're just going to go to the bar for a beer. Everyone always has an excuse.
2: Yeah. Uh, I, I, like, hey, I, it, these guys count. are leaving
0: the fucking country. Kids count as an excuse. Let me ask you this, Caleb. Before the kids, would you have done that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, it's so easy to say that. In no, I isn't wouldn't. It? Have, I would have.
1: <laughs> Dude, we were at the bar like every day back in the day. Every day, we had a spot. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. Slanging. Listen, Brandon, gonna... I want to kind of keep this
0: conversation on you know Big Sky. Obviously, okay. you know this this gets put out in the uh, the number one cigar podcast on Podbean. I, I want to make sure people know what Big Sky is. So, okay, what what do you want our audience to know about Big Sky? I, I feel you know, like that's really important for you guys. You know, I I, I want to see you guys, uh, you know, do well. Obviously, I really like the blend, so I, I wouldn't mind seeing like the the availability of something like that. You said you're in 120 retail stores right now. Uh, there's a lot yeah. more than 120 shops in the United States, so we we gotta oh, the, we gotta get this rolling.
2: The, those are rookie numbers. You gotta get those numbers. up. <laughs>
0: you
1: gotta pump them up. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Are you guys in New um, York yet? Or or the Buffalo area, clearly, yeah. Special delivery in some places. Special delivery.
2: You know, I've I've gone to the, was it Nickel Cigars? Oh, Nickel Nickel City, yeah, Yeah. in Buffalo. So, uh, last year, so my background is like in oil and gas, and so I was doing projects up in the Northeast. So I was working around Boston, and uh, I drive through Buffalo, I think like four times. So I'd stop in Nickel City and. Uh, what's the guy's name? Tommy. 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 was there. Yeah, yeah, he used to be. So I met Fasto, but I was never, I was never able to uh, connect with the the owner. But I guess like the story about Big Sky, what I think is cool is like Jess and I, we both like our blue collar guys, work construction, saved up our money, and like one paycheck was going to our bills. The next paycheck was you know stacking up cigars and building an inventory, and. And they got to a point uh last fall Jess got transferred down to Houston and he's like, "Hey Brandon, do you want to leave the road?" And I was working on this project in Michigan and uh I was just like, "Yeah, I'm really sick of living out of hotels." <laughs> so uh I can imagine that you know, gets old. Yeah, had... oh, dude, it sucks. Especially when you got to move like every week or every couple of days. But uh so Jess got transferred down to Houston for his job. Uh We moved all our inventory down to Houston. So now we're distributing out of Houston. And I've just been knocking on doors across Texas and Louisiana.
1: Well, that sounds like a lot of fun traveling Uh, down south. Yeah, the south is pretty awesome. I like the south.
0: Dude, I got to ask you a question. So I've never been to like Louisiana, like Baton Rouge or any of that, dude. Do they really have like the swamp people like jargon? (laughs) Like, is it really hard to understand them? I'm not shitting on so, I'm not shitting on the accent. I'm just saying like I feel like they all talk like they're out of the water, boy. I, I watched like this this show on like Animal Planet, like the dudes are hunting alligators and shit, and they're just like, I can't understand one thing that they're fucking saying. Is it kind of like that? No, it's
2: oh, it's real. So I was dating this Cajun girl down in Lafayette. Because I lived in Lafayette for actually two years. I was on a project down in Louisiana. And uh so I was dating this girl, and the first time I met her dad, uh like I picked up like every third or fourth word, and then I was just like, "Oh my God, what is what is going on?" <laughs> yeah. So then I just eventually like I got to where I could understand it pretty good, and I just learned some of the Cajun lingo. But yeah, it's crazy,
0: dude. That's funny. I like that. That's funny. Because I always think of like the like the the coach and the water boy. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah.
0: Louisiana. Oh man, I'm not even gonna
1: do the homers. Will you make it? Yeah, I don't
0: know.
1: Yeah, Gio <laughs> yeah. would be here for no, that that's... impression. Geo's our impressionist on the <laughs> show. But, uh, is, is
2: that, that's Joe Dirt.
1: Oh, that, oh, that's the same guy, right?
2: No. Uh, I thought it was the same
1: actor. David Spade? No, not, not Joe Dirt, but the guy who says that. Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't, that, that's I'm where Gio, no, I'm that's no where Gio,
0: Gio would be like good in this opera. Like, he knows for some reason all the most random movie facts <laughs> that any uh... human needs
1: to know. But yeah, uh,
2: because that that definitely is Joe Dirt. Because Joe Dirt's like, okay, you like to see almost naked.
1: <laughs> ah, you're right, you're right.
0: <laughs> so, Brandon, quick question: When you were in Buffalo, did you stop in any other shops, or just Nickel City Cigars?
2: I think just Nickel City,
0: because we got like five well, shops within like ten miles of each other. Yeah.
2: So, like when I when I go to a shop, I like to try to find shops that have like more of a boutique. Which uh, would explain absolutely. why you went to Nickel City. Yeah, yeah.
0: they're they're uh, pretty much exclusively boutique cigars.
2: Yeah, and just a lot of times, what I've found is like when you walk into a shop and there's a lot of legacy, um, usually those shop owners kind of just let the sticks sell for themselves. And when it's a boutique shop, it's somebody that's maybe a little more passionate about smaller batch, and then they'll, uh, you know, like share that passion with the customers a little more.
1: All right man we're gonna have to get you guys up here for an event or something like that return to buffalo
2: oh dude, i'd love it um It'd be fun yeah one of the do you guys remember dan carpenter yeah the, the kicker for the, the bills yeah. yeah yeah the Bills. so kicker. he's he's from montana and uh he's actually he moved to where my where my parents ranch is at so dan's actually a pretty cool dude so so i think we used to call him
0: like jesus or something he had like crazy hair that's pretty awesome he was a good kicker he was a great kicker yeah i i don't know why he left the bills i don't remember didn't he just retire Uh, i don't know if he retired i i think the bills might have maybe
2: cut him
1: i i don't know getting up in age
2: uh he he got canceled he got canceled oh for real yeah his wife said something about uh,
0: was it like covid related because i feel like it was right back then
2: no, it was one of the one of like the wide diva wide receivers. She said something about him and and he got he didn't get resigned.
1: Oh, it was it about Cole Beasley maybe? No. No, no. Okay. This is was...
0: Bees Bees wouldn't. That wouldn't have happened with
1: Beasley. Oh, oh I no. wish I could remember now. That's funny. I like that. <laughs> got to love got to yeah. love when your wife cancels you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the thing is like Kayla's a sweetheart, so it kind of sucked. Aw. Right. But...
0: So, all right, you guys are based out of Montana. Uh, yeah. What's the cigar culture like in Montana? Like, obviously, there has to be a decent one for you guys to have wanted to start a a cigar, you know, company out of Montana. Uh, I I did read a little bit. You guys, I think, sent me some some uh, some information on the company. Like, apparently, there's like ties to Jamaican tobacco in Montana or something like that.
2: Oh, uh, so. Um, back in the back in the day when like we were building all the mines and the infrastructure in the, the country, that's sort of an influx of like migrant workers, and so these guys were all like skilled in making cigars. So, like I think there's like 107 factories in the state, and they'd import all this tobacco, and then they'd ship the cigars like back to like New York. Sure. So at one time there was more cigars coming from Montana to New York than there was like coming from Cuba. I believe just, that. And it was just kind of like one of those weird uh, coincidences, I guess, just because of what, how that uh, cookie crumbled.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say on your website, it says uh, in 1905, over 107 cigar factories. And it said over 240,000 people in the territory at that time. So you had one cigar factory for every 2200 people. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. can't imagine that
0: back then. But it's so strange. What's your stance on, like, obviously we know there's a huge war on tobacco in the country, right? Uh, Uh, That's not a surprise. Like, how was that in Montana? Like, what's your cigar tax in Montana right now?
2: Well, we just actually fought a bill and it passed. No, we we, uh, amended a bill and took it to the Senate and it just passed today. So it was at 50% and now it got uh, capped at 35 cents a stick.
0: Oh, that's fucking awesome, dude. That's a yeah. that's a big victory, man. Oh, that's so here. Yeah,
2: it's gonna be huge.
0: So here in New York, obviously, I don't know if you're familiar with the industry in and in how it is here, but it's seventy five percent. It's re- oh my god! It's ridiculous. It's
2: insane. I felt bad for I felt bad for California when I was over there, and they were telling me it's like sixty five percent.
1: Jesus it's Christ, seven- we're higher than California. Uh- which is kind of strange. Dude, that's, yeah, that's. But strange. they just
0: tried to pass that a, AB nine thirty five, where there'd be like a generational cigar ban. Like, uh, you oh, get grandfathered like Cali? in. Yeah. yeah, where you get grandfathered in if you're born after a certain date, you're not allowed to smoke tobacco. was no, like two thousand eight, something like that. Yeah. yeah, it's fucking crazy.
2: I just don't yeah, understand. Two thousand eight. Past two thousand eight, you can't smoke sticks, but then they got all those. Uh, pot shops and everything everywhere well that was my
0: next thing i was going to bring up you there's a fucking uh, uh a head shop in every yeah. fucking plaza but god forbid you want to smoke a cigar after a long day and kick back with a bourbon or a <laughs> beer that, that's just yeah. that's just where we draw the fucking line right
2: uh it just makes sense for california <laughs>
0: it, it's so ass backwards there and i this is no disrespect to california like normal californians but dude this this fucking Newsom and the the fucking the people you have running your state are fucking out of their fucking minds, man. We should be able to yeah. enjoy the things that make us happy and not have to worry about the fucking government stepping in and you know saying, oh well, you can't do that. You're you're not of you're not of uh, you're not born before a certain date, so you're not allowed to do that. But the guy that's born yeah. one day before
1: you's allowed. Like it's fucking crazy.
2: That's some bullshit.
1: Or you live in a different state and that doesn't apply to you, and that's bullshit too. Yeah, or like what? If you travel to California, you can't buy cigars. Yeah, that's that, that's dumb. I don't know. Uh, Mexico. I mean, did you hear about what happened in Mexico?
2: No.
0: So they have like a legit tobacco ban in public. In public, yeah. you can't smoke in public at all. This just passed on January twenty third. Yeah. So like if you're out and about in Mexico, and they see you, uh, you know, smoking cigars. I guess you can get a fine for it. But I, I have no idea how that would apply to anybody. Their entire country relies on tourism for money. So, yeah. like, and, when Americans come to Mexico to, you know, patronize the country, what the fuck do you think we're gonna do? We're gonna sit on your beaches, your beautiful beaches. We're gonna smoke cigars. We're gonna get drunk in your uh, all-inclusive, you know, resorts. Hell and we're gonna, yeah. And yeah. We're gonna hang out. So apparently, it's I wouldn't say illegal to go and buy like an eight ball of cocaine and just blow it <laughs> in the street you know from the cartel but more god forbid you smoke a fucking cigar
1: in public more easily available probably right it's fucking crazy
2: man it's only illegal if you get caught (laughs) crazy
1: story though i was in cancun for like spring break when i was like 22 they had bathroom stalls and in each stall there was one guy with a huge huge freezer bag of just cocaine already cut up and the that stall was just purely used for people doing cocaine you get two, three, four people in there. They had a mirror on top of the bath bathroom stall. That's all it was used for. Insane, and like everyone acted like it was the most normal thing in the world. And I was like, I just need to use the pisser.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. did not Stay party. away from that stuff. I didn't, re- I didn't realize the song "Gasolina" was talking about cocaine until like a couple months ago.
0: Yeah, man, that's straight. <laughs> that's straight gas, bro. That gas. <laughs> but uh. What, uh, what can we expect from big sky as far as like, uh, you know, down the pipeline, what kind of things you got, anything in the pipeline you guys are working on, any projects, any, any new areas or territories you guys are trying to get into right now?
2: So, uh, we have PCA that's coming up. Sure. Um, a lot of events and, uh, but for PCA, we're, we're releasing a cigar called the Blackfoot. So, uh, with our cigars, we, they're named after rivers that we love to fly fish. Okay. So we have the Yellowstone, Bighorn, Madison, and Bitterroot. Those are all like uh, blue, blue Ribbon trout streams in Montana. And so then the Blackfoot is uh, – did you ever watch a movie, A River Runs Through It with Brad Pitt? I can't mm. say
0: that I have, man. Gio Geo probably Geo has. probably saw it four times.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but uh, so it's like a famous – he made that river famous. We named our final river series starting with the Blackfoot. But we went down to the DR, and we're working with this blender named Chico Rivas and chico uh released a stick uh you might have seen it. it's called the sanj patel like sp 1014
0: okay
1: i have those with me right now actually
2: really so yeah, the, they're my little human the, the love and passion is is chico's there's a black one too and i can't remember who rolled the black one but chico rolled the one with the red dot on it
1: yeah We'll do those on an upcoming episode. So
0: for Big Sky, who who's your? Uh, I, I'm sorry, I didn't even ask this question. I don't even know why I didn't ask. But uh, who who's your master blender? Like, who do you guys go through? Like, uh, what what uh, uh like where? I know in Nicaragua, but uh, do you guys have like so a, work a specific with, factory? We
2: know, work or? with uh, Carlos Sanchez, and he owns casa. Okay. And so his shots and Estelí, and Carlos is uh, he's a very interesting guy. He's really cool. He's like that like badass uncle. Um, when he takes us over to his house, he always cooks us like a really good dinner and it's usually a really fun time. Um, just he knows how to entertain. But uh, what Carlos does that's cool is he's developing a lot of the, the Ometepe Island and he's like putting in a lot of tobacco fields down there on, on Ometepe. So he has like a really great reputation and has to leave here being like for Nicaragua for growing Ometepe tobacco. Cool. So,
0: so I got, again this just brings up like another question for me uh i I, i'd like to ask this question to people that have experienced this what is it like when you go and you see those tobacco fields man and as far as the eye can see and it's just nothing but tobacco plants
2: oh it's uh it's it's different like the first time you see it but it's so cool because tobacco plants just i mean they're beautiful plants and then when you go when you're walking through the fields and everything like it's it's, a, it's, an, it's an awesome, amazing experience.
0: They're a lot bigger than people think they are, too. They're yeah, like massive really. plants. Uh, like they're as tall as I mean, I'm six, three, so I mean like, they're, they're, some of them are as tall as me, if not bigger. Yeah. I think we no, saw them sure. uh, near we were in uh, Kentucky, and I don't know if they're doing some kind of project down there near like Woodford Reserve, but they uh, I, I'm pretty sure they were growing tobacco. I'm almost positive uh, it was tobacco fields.
2: Uh, it's probably, I mean, tobacco plants are very distinct.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just find. So what do you guys think
2: about those sticks?
0: So right now, I am. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm probably coming to the midpoint right now. Again, I I did kind of I did kind of cheat a little bit. I did smoke one of these just so I got an idea what what I was going to get into. And I'm a sucker for a Mexican San Andreas rapper, man. Uh, yeah. We we're in like what we call the pollening here in New York, which is where like half the fucking population in Buffalo can't smell anything because of the fucking trees are coming back. But yeah. uh, I, I mean, you get some really good tasting notes on this thing, uh, and and when I did have the opportunity to smoke it a couple weeks ago, uh, man, dude, even on the nose and on the cold draw, you're getting a lot of really good notes like that 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 cocoa, and, and mm-hmm. it's actually like a really strong. It's like a strong scent too, like you know. Sometimes when you're smelling a cigar, maybe you're not smelling it as like much as you should be, or or mm-hmm. it's not as strong or potent. This thing, man, it smells like, like, like you're almost smelling like coffee beans, man. I mean, this thing is it's it's very it's a very
1: tasty cigar. Got a sweet cocoa notes to it, like strong sweet cocoa, yeah. note, especially on the cold draw right off the rip. So oh. we were actually setting up for this interview, right? And Caleb
0: had the mic going because we were just kind of setting up. And all I hear is just Caleb like, I'm like, dude, can you not cold draw into the microphone, bro? It sounds so sus.
2: <laughs>
1: That's what I'm hearing. You know, Sussec, it's in my name. Yeah. Always Susack. sus. Yeah. Um, but yeah, great, oh great construction too, by the way. The di- the stack of dimes that had on this thing, I'm halfway through. It's awesome. Couldn't construct Appreciate it any better, that. man. It's sweet. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm a fan of the Mexican San Andreas too. Um, It's a nice like medium to full body cigar because i don't really like the lighter cigars anymore um dude not an issue so far at all no headaches no nothing it's a dude it's it's a nice it's what i'm looking for when i want to just relax and chill out
2: yeah that's uh that's been our best selling cigar so far this year since after the show and uh it's just crazy like the reorders like down here in houston at c dot i dropped it off on friday the first weekend he went through 10 boxes calls me on monday hey can you bring me back 10 more boxes and i was reordered like three or four times and i was just like well this is gaining some really good traction this is pretty cool
0: <laughs> so like i said the blend is fantastic I, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna make a suggestion hey I'm i'm nobody all right if this was in a smaller ring gauge right because yeah. I, I, I'm i not a huge fan of a 60 ring gauge. I think it's just it's too big. I used to be, like, a fan of chasing the biggest, fattest cigar. I was like, oh, yeah, man, the biggest one's got to be the best. It's the most value for your buck. Now I yeah. find myself getting into smaller Vitolas. Dude, mm-hmm. if this thing was in, like, you know, maybe even just, like, a Toro, like a 6x52, this thing would be, and I'm not, this is no disrespect to the 5x60, Th- this thing would be awesome, dude. Like, this could be, <laughs> This this could be like a daily smoke, man. Like, yeah, it's a it's a really really cool cigar. It's a great blend. The biggest dick, as Jerry would say. I usually he say that. Say I'm that. usually I usually call I him, like that. I used to chase the biggest fattest dick. <laughs> clip, clip clip that. Yeah right. <laughs> but make a great now now I feel like I'm getting into uh, you know and it just feels I feel like and obviously not with this cigar specifically because now this is my second one I'm I'm halfway through it now I'm not having any construction issues which I love. But I noticed yeah. sometimes with, like, the bigger ring gauges, you have a lot of, like, problems with, like, keeping wrappers tight. You know, you, I feel like if you don't smoke it properly, the cigar tends to blow up on you a little bit. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. ever had those issues with bigger cigars. Is this a Vitola that you guys decided to do, or is this just kind of like something that, uh, you know, your your master blender was like, you know what, let's just do it?
2: Well, it's one, one that I wanted to do. I had an idea of the cigar when I went down there to, to Met with Carlos. Was that but uh you know he was really pushing for me to do a six by 60 okay like you know that's like a very popular stick if you're gonna go in the six you're engaged do a six by 60 and i'm just like you know i really want to do like, something a little shorter like a nub because like up in montana it takes so long to smoke a six by 60 sure like i, I kind of like shorter cigars
0: yeah no I'm, just, I'm i'm with you I i i agree I do like that it's not a six by 60. I do like that it's only yeah. five inches, which is, it's nice. Plenty enough.
1: That's what all the ladies say too. Five Yeah, right. Caleb would know. That's
2: all That's all I've ever, ever heard in my life. <laughs> but, um. No, but that, we have that Toro and that San Andreas, that Big Horn, and that's a very popular cigar too. So maybe that's something you'd like.
0: So that's obviously something I would definitely want to get a whirl to. So now we don't have any retailers here, right? And obviously, you sent us these to, to try out for the show and, and, and to hang out so mm-hmm. we could talk about Big Sky. But is this something that, you know, are, are there like specific retailers with like e-commerce that people can get these through? Or is this like something that you guys are selling through like a website that you guys have? Uh, I mean, where, where can people get these if if they want to try these blends out?
2: So, uh, two guys carry some of our sticks. Mm-hmm. Sir, Sir Louis carries some of our sticks.
1: I like Sir Louis. Um, I saw you guys at Luxury real- Cigar Club, too.
2: Yeah, Luxury. Yep. Uh, Provada was, but they haven't, Eddie hasn't emailed me back. I've tried to email him a couple times.
1: I but then we get sell back.
2: sticks on our, own, on our own website. It's just, uh, yeah, we try to support the other retailers first.
1: Sure. I got a quick question for you, Brandon. So you said um, you got one coming out called the Bigfoot. And I heard you were trying to get into the conspiracies, so Caleb yeah. actually he actually tailored the show a little bit for so, you. so, yeah, we normally don't do it on the down to her show, but uh, I wanted to run this by you,, uh, Bigfoot. Is he real? And is he out there in the Pacific well, Northwest? Well, well let's let's make this official here, Caleb. Oh, you got the music?
2: <laughs> is he real? Oh, man. Bigfoot real? I got to say yes. Mm, all right. I mean, he's he's a hide-and-seek champion of the world. True.
1: <laughs> now, adding on to that, is there more than one Bigfoot? Or is it, the, is it a whole community of Bigfoots? Or is there just one? <laughs> the only
2: one ever. <laughs> the only Bigfoot. Just from that old
1: well, classic film where he's just, like, walking in turns.
2: What's that? Uh, you guys watch Strange Wilderness? Where they go and find Bigfoot? But, i feel like I oh, that's a I, funny movie yeah it's a comedy yeah, right I, I remember that one i oh, feel like i do remember yeah. that so is it is like a clan of bigfoots called big feet and we're talking <laughs> plural
1: <laughs> they got a secret I, mountain hideout big feets uh,
2: um i i don't know man like i i kind of want to don't say like nothing's ever not possible but you think you'd see a bigfoot by now if, and if it was real He's so sneaky.
0: Yeah, but I, I, I gotta say, and and this is just solely based on facts. I mean, they're still discovering species of different animals. Like you, you ever look at like the ocean? They're finding fucking new critters all the time. There's all kinds of crazy shit down there. That's the most intimidating, <laughs> scary like scary place on Earth, man. The ocean. I don't know how you oh, are right. with water. The ocean, man. Deep, deep. I'm not talking about you walking ankle deep or to you know to the knees. Deep water.
2: Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't do well with deep no water. Yeah, go. Uh, I, I just, you just have no control over it. I mean, that's I what, hate the ocean.
0: That's why I don't <laughs> like flying. You could have a bad day in the office, man. That's one yeah. thing. What if your pilot's having a bad day? I don't want to <laughs> think about the repercussions of that. It's a little uh, morbid to think about, but.
1: I also wanted to say, I really like this band, too. And it reminds me of uh, some of the dragons on Game of Thrones. I don't yeah. know if you guys were going for that, but it looks just like them.
2: So the, so that Cryptid, I, I was going to build it after the Flathead Lake Monster. So the Flathead Lake Monster is like the Loch Ness Monster of the US. Ah. And uh, so I designed the band, designed the box and everything, and then we called a trademark attorney, and they're just like, well, General has Flathead trademarked, so if you release that cigar, you'll get sued. Okay. So then we like looked up the name of Cryptid, and Cryptid's like a, bigfoot or Flathead Lake monster that's a, a definition term so we changed the name of the scar to cryptid i
0: always wondered how people do that shit man like just i i feel like there's just so much shit in the industry like how yeah. is it how, i like i feel like it's got to be so difficult to just come up with something that one somebody hasn't done or or just two to be original with it you know what i mean
2: yeah well, i think it's gonna it's gonna turn into something cool and original so we have this cryptid line and so now i'm gonna go to different uh, like say honduras dr nicaragua and do like cryptid creatures from those countries they're just like native to those that's countries. a good idea
0: that's a great idea that's an awesome idea
1: that'll work yeah
0: yeah so, so with the cryptid uh should we expect any kind of new Vitolas or are we just keeping this as a five by 60? Are you guys going to do like uh, you know, different, vitola? like you see a lot of companies when they start, you know, picking up uh, steam, you know, try different Vitolas and, in, in, in different blends, you know, should we, expect Oh, it's going to be, like a,
2: it's going to be a different Vitola and different blend. I mean, that's, what's going to be the kind of the cool thing of going to these different tobacco producing countries. Like it's going to be specifically like a Honduras cigar or Honduran or specifically Dominican
0: Love to see a nice figurado or a nice torpedo.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm a sucker for it. What are you doing? Oh, I was gonna say, check your phone. Check my phone. Yeah. Oh, I got a question for you. Um, hold on. Where was I going with this? How did so? I know we follow each other on social media. How did you come across this? Because it's really awesome when a company reaches out to us instead of us chasing yeah. companies. So I really like and I respect that too. It was awesome to hear from companies such as yourself, and it's great that we're trying this first on uh on the laptops doing it remote so it's pretty cool.
2: Well yeah you know, thanks for giving me a shot. So like what my whole thing was is I was talking to my buddy Drew and he's the cigar post on Instagram. And uh I was just like hey what are some cool podcasts? Can you can you help me like put together a list? And so we like we're kind of going through all the different podcasts and talked about you guys and the show. I was like yeah I'd like to hop on with these guys they're pretty cool.
1: Honored
0: Dude, in person, you would probably fucking love the show. We get fucking real crazy in here, man. <laughs> Got to come to Buffalo. We get all fucking drunk and shit and next thing you know, oh, yeah. next thing you know, we're fucking yeah, yeah it gets <laughs> fucked up, man. It gets real fucked As up. As you can
1: tell in the after they get wild. Yeah.
2: I'm uh what it was. I'm on like I went 4 days in a row of, like partying and doing events. So like tonight I'm just like, oh, chilling. I'm kind of a little kind of a little wore out but <laughs>
0: what's your drink of choice to, to pair, pair with these weekend. things what do you like to pair
2: what do you I like, like a, to pair with these i like a rye whiskey
1: okay Oh, rye guy. oh you got caleb yeah I'm a, you, I'm a rye guy big time you got caleb you like that hot heat yeah. huh oh yeah
0: you like that rye oh, heat
1: like, favorite rye whiskey <laughs> what, do
0: like, what do you what do you go to yeah your daily pour if you could have a one bottle every day
2: I'm a, I'm a pretty simple guy. Um, I just drink Bullet Rye. Oh, so
1: that's that's my favorite as well. That's really favorite. weird. Yeah, it's that's awesome. Really weird. That's super strange. No wonder is why he's a fan of the show and the after her and all the conspiracies. We've never done Bullet on the show yet. <laughs> we haven't We've done never even on done, on the done show a Bullet. At all. We've never even done a Bullet, but that's
0: like a, a whiskey that Caleb and I drink. You know, quite a yeah. bit. That was kind of one of the ones that got me really into whiskey. I used to uh, just think a whiskey is like all right, how many shots can I take while I'm out with my buddies and then pray to God I get home? But now, you know, I can appreciate whiskey for what it is. Obviously, there's a huge whiskey boom in the country. Uh, mm-hmm. Gio was giving us some statistics the other day. It's a, like, it's it's going to be over, like, a, it's like a billions of dollars yeah. worth a year industry. It's wild where bourbon's going and whiskey in general.
2: It's, uh i just kind of that is interesting like if we go back to like our grandparents houses especially in montana you know you'd see like the beer from like your local town beer and it's just like there was a this whole like local theme and uh beers and alcohol and then it just like went completely like got consumed and like anheuser bushes everything so it's not like it's going back again and it's kind of the cycle
0: yeah yeah, I, I hated Bud Light before it was cool to hate <laughs> Bud Light.
1: I'm just throwing that out there.
2: Yeah, are you a Miller Light guy?
1: I like well, Miller Light. We got yeah, a nice yeah. neon sign in here, too. Yeah, I got a, I don't know, here, I might be able to turn it. Oh, my nice. laptop just died. Yeah, I got,
0: uh, yeah yo, Caleb's my laptop, laptop just, just died, died.
1: He, He's oh. He's very irresponsible. It so. was at 100 when I came here. Yeah. I could still well, hear, I could watch you guys on the screen. That is true. You I could watch on the screen. You so just yeah. can't hear him. <laughs> I did take a picture of my cigar review, so I'm not going to be lacking on that. Yeah, not going to be lacking on true, that. True. And my charger is not long enough to reach. So, Brandon, obviously, we <laughs> want to thank we want to thank you for coming on the show, man. Uh, oh, dude, I'm sorry to end it
0: that way. This is oh, it's all right. Well, yeah, my but bad, Brandon. We we uh we kind of this is like an experiment for us, man. I, this this right here, just being able to do this with somebody and and you know somebody that actually wanted to like perhaps put up with technical difficulties. <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck's going to happen with this. It's always me. But uh, I just, I want to thank you for coming on the show and hanging out with us for a little while and taking time yeah. out of your day. And, and and thank you guys so much for the hospitality and sending us some, some really awesome cigars to smoke. And, you know, obviously yeah. I'm I'm one of those guys. I like to share things. So I was passing out a few of those asking people what they thought of them. And, and they actually, they did pretty well for us. So P- people That's did awesome. people did enjoy the blend so maybe it'll be like that that shop that you know hey man where can i get some of these so yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure what the future holds for you guys i'm not sure what the future
1: holds for us but i want to thank you for coming on the show and, we'll and hanging to, out with us for a little while we'll have to do it again and uh you should definitely be a guest on the after, yeah. after- her
0: I, I think uh, you should be cool. try and get up here to buffalo when you got time man
2: yeah no, for sure um yeah, we'll reach out in the future and see if we can get on again. But yeah, it was a pleasure thank you guys for having me.
0: Yeah, 100%. Uh, I want to give you this like minute, shout out all your handles, everything, so I can get these up for you and uh, where people can follow you and find you.
2: Uh, just Big Sky Cigar on Instagram and Facebook. I have a personal one. It's called Big Sky Marsh, but I don't really use it. Okay. <laughs> I just, I'm more active on my business account.
0: Okay. No, totally understand. But That's uh, cool. yeah, man. Uh. I foresee this going pretty well. I have a pretty good idea how I want this to work out. So, uh, we can expect this episode out a week from Wednesday. Cool. So we'll make sure it's out for you. We'll tag you in everything. And yeah, man, anything else you want to close with?
2: Uh, just, if you haven't tried big sky yet, just give us a shot. And if you'd like us, just recommend us to your stores. So sure. we'll you know, be doing We're a growing brand and, uh, we're going in the right direction and you know, we're just excited where we're going in the future. So
1: thank I, you. I, you guys are definitely going in the right direction for sure. Um, I'll, we'll let you know that rating ahead of time.
2: Cool. Cool. All right. Well, thanks guys. And you guys have a great night. You too, All buddy. Right. Thank you, Brandon. Take care, man. Thanks for coming yeah, out,
1: bye. see you. Cool guy. Yeah. That was an awesome. Yeah. Awesome, sorry. My laptop died. Um, it was at 100 why wasn't it charged it was it was at 100 when i came here oh yeah well it's an older laptop just yeah maybe like you it, said. just like it kills the battery just gets killed from being open and draining on that with the camera and everything really cool guy uh look forward to having him back uh it'd be awesome if we can get him in buffalo um i do think the cigar will get a great rating by the way um not like a great great rating but it's gonna get a good one i really enjoy it say guy? like that well i because you guys always knock me for my high grades no, I get it. It, it, it. Listen, if a cigar is good, a cigar is good, man. Yeah, it is. I bust illiterate. your chops because every cigar seems to be getting fucking high 90s, which is like crazy. Well, we've also been smoking some really good cigars and new release cigars and if you check back on like Half Wheel versus what we've uh, graded some of these cigars, they're pretty close. They're not too spot on. Like the PCA Tatuaje, the uh, Scentager, another high rated cigar as well that we've done recently that got over like a 91 by Half Wheel as well, so I think some of the high grades are well deserved, and we've all kind of been in the same wheelhouse. So, Um, I think this paired really well with this whiskey. By the way, so I purposely didn't go with a crazy high proof. I'm glad you didn't,
0: because I really did want to bring out some flavor in the cigar. I smoked the cigar, like I said during UFC 287. It was an amazing cigar, but I feel like I may have been a little too sauced up to really enjoy it. Yeah. So then it turned into a long ash competition. I'm getting. And I got an amazing (laughs)
1: picture of it. Dude, you, you really could um I've been
0: you can you can bring this right to the nub with the ash. You could. It is a very, very,
1: very well constructed cigar. And I don't yeah. say that about a lot of cigars. Oh, definitely got definitely very well constructed. You can see uh nice stack of dimes there, uh that very white right there. I've been trying to keep up with that Travis thing that he told us. Keep that ash, keep the nice airflow, the filter the filter going. You don't want to run it through like uh what is it, what do you say? Dirty. Whatever he said, you guys will see that on a past episode. But um, yeah, dude, you could really let like you could really let it go. You could really let this thing go, man. Uh, cool cigar too, by the way. Like the whole story on it, the cryptid. I like that. There's going to be a series of that coming out for every different country. That's awesome. So it's really cool to hear about
0: like you know smaller companies and you know their journeys to into the industry. Obviously, this market is saturated with cigar companies. And, and and cigars in different vitolas, different blends, and everybody has their own spin on cigars, yeah. but it's really cool to see like companies like from states like Montana, yeah, how new, much is in one. Montana, yeah,
1: you know, like I don't know a lot about Montana. did you know they were more like a boutique kind of brand? I didn't really know that at first, but then talking to Brandon, I realized more of a boutique thing if you didn't know they were boutique, you just don't know the industry. There's not a lot. It's not saturated. It's definitely yeah. a small batch. Yeah, yeah. You could tell. Yeah, I guess looking at their website, you could tell.
0: Yeah, it's just it's a, it's a small company that's starting up, and obviously they got you know good people in charge of their company. People that want to come out, they want to promote their product. People that want to come out and sp- spend time with people like us. Hey, yeah, that's a big and, thing. I mean, he just took forty-five minutes out of his day to hang out with us. So, I, I mean.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, pretty awesome. Like again, like I told him, pretty great to have a company reach out to us for once instead of us reaching out to everyone. It's really cool when we uh get companies and guys that are, you know, reps, brand ambassadors, actually VPs of marketing and online sales come on our show with us. So that's awesome. Perfect. Yeah. Perfectly said there.
0: But uh yeah, obviously with the show uh still a little left in the show, we uh we have our Patrol Gone Wild and our uh cigar review coming up. So and we've got some more cigar left to smoke as well. Uh, yeah, we. I have at least half a cigar left. Yeah, smoke,
1: I'm in my so. bottom third.
0: Not saying we're going to make this a long show. This is going to go right on par with yeah. our usual hour and a half or so. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to start working on my cigar review. And, Caleb, I'm going to let you take over
1: and start this Patrol Gone Wild. All buddy. right. Um, we've got Patrol gone, gone, gone
0: Wild. We're doing it big.
1: Boom, boom. All right, hit. starting off with your story or my story first? What do you want to do? Oh, we're absolutely starting with your story. Did you watch this clip yet? I have not watched the All clip right, yet, so
0: which this makes, it, it.
1: Uh, makes it a little more fun. A treat for you and our audience. So here we go. Um, gas station clip out of somewhere in the inner city. Uh, the city is not mentioned, but I'm going to guess Philadelphia. No surprises. Yeah. Come on, baby, hey. Come on, baby, hey.
2: Like 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 damn, damn. Flip the car too. She
1: flipped, the whole truck. flipped it, man.
2: You dumbass bitch! <laughs>
1: <laughs> you dumbass bitch! Flip like. Not only did she like run through, try to hit the girl with the blue hair, uh, wrecked a van. Uh, but you also had a girl with some whale tail hanging out though. If you guys see that. Um, the guy was also hanging from the door as well. I guess he was trying to probably pull her out. Got dragged a couple ten feet or so, and then she went through an intersection and flipped the car. So Jesus Christ! Uh, people are out of their fucking minds. Road rage, right there. Uh, yeah, you think you got to be some kind of crazy to do something like that? Can you just imagine damages alone? Uh <sighs> bad day Yo, real bad going day. To, right to jail
0: yeah uh i actually have a story out of washington <laughs> it's uh it's an 11 year old boy gets stabbed by a man in washington for calling him an npc which is a non-playable character
1: a video game just regular boring person
0: yeah uh apparently the people got real upset or the, the man was real upset Uh, shocking news from Washington is a 29-year-old man stabbed an 11-year-old boy for calling him a non-playable character. In the incident, two boys were attacked at a Dollar Tree in Mill Creek and one was hospitalized after being stabbed, according to reports from local news outlets. The boys said that they were chased into the store after calling the man a video game insult. The incident shook the community and now families of the boys are questioning their safety in the area. Police took Joshua David pence into custody in connection with the incident and now he faces two counts of assault with a weapon and they booked him into holy shit what the I fuck i have
1: no idea how you say that uh Sh-
0: Shinamish Sh- county jail and the bail was set at five hundred thousand dollars
1: that's a huge bail number right there that
0: is a monster bail yeah uh Half but, a mil. but let me ask you a question is it high enough you thought it
1: was appropriate to go out there and stab children for just calling you an NPC. That's uh that's not really an insult. Most people who act like NPCs probably <laughs> would just ignore that. Well, these children yeah. nowadays, man, I'm telling you. It's fucking crazy. Maybe he thought they were calling him like something else. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm trying maybe he maybe I don't know, maybe this guy was just crazy on math on crack, just hallucinating, doing something crazy. I don't know, man. What do you I could have been some drugs or something involved in that. Um, uh, definitely don't go there when someone calls you an NPC. It's not like the worst insult you can be called. But, geez, to stab an 11-year-old kid, what kind of drugs are you on? Uh, PCP. Oh, yeah. Math,
0: crack. They huh. didn't say a lot about this uh, suspect or the defendant. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I don't have a lot of information. He's a 29 year old guy running around stabbing 11 year old kids. What are you doing? Dude.
1: Yeah. What do you, you doing? imagine what are you a 29 doing? stabbing a child because they called you a name? I'm surprised like the kid didn't die, you know? So I guess it's a relief that he didn't because, you know, you're thinking that's a grown man stabbing a little boy. So I guess he's lucky to be alive, but that's a crazy person. Uh, I guess bail is uh, set at a high enough amount right there. I'm just gonna say that uh, half a mil. This guy should definitely see some jail time for sure. A couple of years behind bars. Surprised there's no like attempted murder in there. So I feel like it's kind of hard to to charge
0: shit like that nowadays. I feel like people don't understand from a law like like
1: you know a law enforcement perspective how hard it is actually to do get attempted murder. charges. Uh, so it's like attempted murder. You got to have some a sort of background intent, right? Sure. All right. Well, I'm just trying to figure it out, but yeah, we'll we'll see what yeah. happens, man. Yeah. Right. That's a crazy poor kid. Yeah. Oh, well, don't go, kids, uh, Gen Zers, and whatever's below that. Don't go around calling people NPCs. Yeah. Right. There's a lesson for you. You ever see like an NPC Dude. in a video game? You know, like the shadow people. You just like, <laughs> oh, you can't unlock that guy, right? or you bump into them and they just keep moving and they like their little character like uh, quotations just like, excuse me, how was your day, sir? Correct. Exactly. Just an irrelevant character yeah. in the game. Background noise. <laughs> I guess some people do act like that around your daily life when you're in uh, some stores and stuff like that. There's people who are just they're just there. I think of like the merchant in uh, Resident Evil Four. <laughs> what are you buying? What are you selling? Just shit like that. Dumb shit. Yeah. Stupid stuff. Just your basic answers. Yeah.
0: But uh, yeah, man. Uh, getting down to The end of the
1: episode, uh, did you end up getting your cigar review done? Yes. I had to take a picture of it due to a laptop issue, which is like a first. But let me just uh, go through everything right here. Got to get the calculator. Bad at math. The calculator. All right. So um, let me just do the rundown. So appearance, I gave it an eight and a half. Uh, I really like the size of this thing, and the band was pretty cool. Reminded me of a Game of Thrones dragon, like I said in the interview. Uh, the gold on it, too. Got the Big Sky logo that wraps around on the back end of that. So pretty cool. I like that. Uh, good size for this as well. Um, Burn, I gave it an eight. I did have to touch it up two times. Um, could have been a little bit of error, but it you know kind of boated a little bit. A little bit. Or is that a canoe? Boating, the... canoeing. Same a thing. A canoe is a boat. Okay. There you go. Same thing. Tomato tomato. Uh construction, like I said, this thing was a nine and a half. Uh nice stack of dimes the whole way through. We talked about it. You could have took this down to the end. I really took some uh words to heart and kind of just got my ash out of the way. Um draw, I went with the straight cut. Um this is just the type of cigar and size that a V Cut wouldn't be appropriate for. So went with a straight cut, uh gave it a nine. And overall enjoyment gave it a nine as well. So my overall score was a forty-four, which is an eighty-eight on the cigar. Dude, you are not gonna believe this. You got 88 too? I did.
0: But ready? <laughs> here, here was my score. Ready? This is the Big Sky Cryptid. It is a Mexican San Andreas wrapper with Nicaraguan filler and binder. I gave this as an appearance an 8.5. Uh very cool looking cigar. Uh they come in a 10-count box. Uh I don't really know what the retail on it is, but I think I may have looked it up. I think it's $129. Here's uh, the box. It, it's a five by sixty cigar. Uh, I, I said the appearance already. Eight point yeah. five. The burn. I gave it an eight. Uh, I did have a couple issues. Maybe that's the size. That could be smoking error. No big deal. Construction nine point five. Really like the the construction. Uh, the burn, I gave it a nine, and the constri- uh, the overall enjoyment, I gave it a nine because I really like the blend. We have the exact same review. <laughs> That's a first. That is a first on the show. It's really funny you say that. It's a 44, bringing me to an 88 overall. That is hilarious. We have the
1: same exact review. And uh 88 overall mean score as well, since it's just me and you doing this. Yes, uh, that <laughs> is actually hilarious. Uh, yeah, same grades all the way through. That is that's crazy we're on we're on something here
0: well you know that that could mean that uh obviously you know you're starting to take the reviews a little more serious not that they weren't serious but i mean like you're starting to learn how to review a cigar a little better
1: yeah, and we got that. We hang out too much too. You
0: know? We we uh, we, we are very know. similar in our smoking tendencies. <laughs> exactly. So
1: that being said, buddy, any closing notes to this episode? Oh, let me just uh, pull up the box real quick. So you got the ten count box right here, the black box. Got the nice uh, logo on it with the mountains. Open it up, and you got the cryptid right there. So look at that, pretty cool. Yeah, there still he is. Some, still got some cigars left. So a couple smokes left. There we go. Um, yeah. Um, closing news, guys. Just make sure you uh. Check, follow, like, subscribe to the Instagram, the YouTube, uh, the Facebook as well, and the TikTok. I
2: don't give a fuck what you think, Jerry.
1: <laughs> That's so random, but all right. H- hit that, hit that. Yeah, yeah why not? we'll hit that, bitch. So, uh, yeah, make sure you check out all the social media accounts. Uh, make sure when you find this episode, uh, for the audio only, you look at uh, Cigar Hustlers Podcast Network. Uh, you'll find us there on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, whatever else they got out there, millions of things. Where is that in the rankings, by the way? The number one cigar podcast. Cigar okay, Hustler yeah, that's, that's what I thought. It's the number one cigar podcast on Podbean. Yeah, I'm just going to go out and maybe toss this out. We could edit it out if I'm wrong, but we might be not the second worst show on the network. <laughs> not the second worst. They got all put plenty of other shows there. I'm just saying we're not the worst. No, why? Why would we be? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to think of something. What funny. the fuck does that have to do with that? Just trying to think of a funny gimmick that we could say about our podcast. Down to her being on their network. We're on the number one cigar, yeah. network. But we're not on Podby. But we're not the worst. We're not the worst show there. So give it a t- check it out. We're a great fucking show. What I the fuck know. are you talking? about I'm joking. About? I'm joking around. We're silly. We're a bunch of silly guys. I guess that joke didn't land. No, it didn't land at all. <sighs> Good thing I'm not trying to be a comedian yeah thank would fail. fucking god I would fail well i did say we could edit that out
0: what is wrong with you got the tism yeah you got some fucking issues is got what some you got, tism. Man. well that being said guys make sure you guys are checking out the youtube make sure you guys are subscribed to that uh we always love getting new followers it's a great show to watch live uh obviously if you watch this episode you'll be able to check out the full show and full interview with brandon marsh um That being said, guys, make sure you guys are checking us out on the number one cigar podcast on Podbean, Cigar Hustler Podcast Network. And as Gio would say, smoke them if you got them. We'll see you guys next Wednesday, guys. The Down to Herf podcast, its owners and sponsors take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show hosts or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of Mike and Mike Productions or the podcast providers, and opinions between talk show hosts may differ. It's not our intention to libel, incite, or hurt anyone's feelings. We invite you to write the show's host, Jerry Lewandowski, with any feedback or suggestions you have for their show. These broadcasts are presented and made public as entertainment in the hopes that they will be entertaining to the audience.